You know how we do. Rockefeller. Forever. Catch me, skating through your town, putting it down, y'all relating, no waiting, I'll make your block infrared hot, I'm like Satan, y'all feel a nigga struggle, y'all think a nigga little, hustle behind the wheel, trying to escape my trouble, can't stop the getting me, I'm talking... <sighs> Hello neighbor, it's good to see you again, I hope you're doing well, make sure you have your crackers and ham sandwich ready for this episode. Welcome to a new episode of Henna to Win It, this is episode 8 Nine. 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 How come you never know what episode it is? I can't read. All right, Robert. Oh. <laughs> it ain't been 15 seconds. <laughs> I like how you did that. That's what she said. I'm Will, joined with Blake. Blake, you just going to be silent? I'm sorry. What's the deal, buddy? <laughs> Cut off guard? I'm sorry, bro. I was thinking about Lion King. Oh, <laughs> my God. Keith? What it do, baby? Chill. How y'all doing? Kalik is not here this weekend. He uh, had some surgery. He's going under a good recovery. He's up north with his family. We wish him the best. Hey, man, I know you're up there cooking, man. Don't be using no plasticware. Woo! All right, that's how we starting off today. Okay. I feel like Kalik probably haven't got no leg injury. He just saying that because he don't want to talk about the Rams this week. <laughs> he got that cast on. He got to hit the stanky leg with me yeah, one time okay. and take a video. Say it's okay. As a matter of fact, if y'all go on his Instagram right now, he's standing up. Yeah. On his I leg. You just get ACL and whatever you got <laughs> surgery. And you on your leg. You on your leg. Nah, bro. Mm. All right, Derek Rose. He lying, bro. <laughs> Chill out. Knock on that wood because he's here now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, this episode, this is our disclaimer. This will not be a basketball episode. It is football season is in full effect. We're talking about training camp. We're going to talk about Madden 20 that comes out this upcoming Friday. Uh, some preseason predictions. We're going to get into, I'm not even going to say it. I'm going to let Blake handle that. We have two PSAs today. Count them. Two. Two. And believe incredible. it. Incredible. Yes, incredible. Both of them. Two for the price of one. Two in one episode. 29 or two. You don't get this every week. We have to increase the price. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and get this started with Here that moment you love to hate. The PSA. You know, I actually had this prepared. And just like Deion Sanders says, I tried to take the high road, but I don't know the address. You know, I was going to come in here. I was going to come in here and try to do something cool and mellow. But you know what? This nigga taking, taking out his, out his license <laughs> License and registration please This is my debit card You can't see it but I want to show you something You need a tip drill You see this Well we can see it here It's cracked they can't see it He broke a card For anyone who works at McDonald's oh, shit. Burger King <laughs> Wendy's Taco Bell Long John Negroes Mm. I'm going to need you to stop fucking breaking my debit card You motherfuckers swipe so damn hard My shit always is broke I have replaced three motherfucking debit cards in seven months Michigan State Federal Credit Union about to ready to charge my black ass For real I understand y'all don't make $15 an hour I didn't vote for that Stop breaking my shit. When I hand my debit card to somebody, they got to press on it like it's a motherfucking napkin and then swipe the shit. Abort. <laughs> That's nigga. Will, they swipe I need an This is why. This is why Apple and Google came out with Apple Pay and all that shit. Just here. Just stop fucking breaking my card. I'm not handing See, you know what? 
That's that scamming bullshit. You motherfuckers be swiping them gift cards. That's how I know y'all be breaking my shit. Y'all go swipe them raggedy ass gift cards so they can break so nobody can trace that shit. Stop fucking treating my debit card like a gift card. I'm for real. You motherfuckers is crazy. I try to get a four for four, and my fucking debit card come back in four pieces. What is it pronounced? Four for four. It's four for four. Will not four for four. Thank you. And my debit card come back in four pieces. This shit is ridiculous. I'm tired of replacing this. MSU was like, Mr. Andrews, do you keep misplacing it? Yeah. Because some raggedy ass motherfucker in the drive thru keep breaking it and it fell in the water. Is it just specifically the drive thru? It's not like Target or No. I don't need when I go Target, I use Apple Pay. Do you whisper when you get to the speaker so they get mad when you You know what? Card? I'm actually I'm actually have to start saying it. Can you please softly swipe my card? Please. Well, they're gonna do that shit twice as hard. Yes, they are. <laughs> they got like eight dollars an hour. By breaking my shit? That's add, not going to do anything. Hey, add, add on to that. You ever ask somebody at the window, swipe your shit three, four times without asking you first? Like, hey, see, I don't like oh, that. that work. I feel like <laughs> when they doing that shit, I'm like, wait, wait a minute now. Oh, 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 we agree to that. So I'm not, <laughs> not going to stay on this long because we're going to get to Blake's. But I have to say, you got to stop because this is getting irritated. I have replaced three debit cards. And uh, you see why I don't give you niggas my, my, my credit card because I don't have time for this. This is ridiculous. I just want a damn nacho fries. I want some nacho fries. That's the culprit. Why the fuck does my debit card look like McDonald's fries when I get it back? In pieces. Skinny as hell. The strip ain't even no longer black. It's white. This shit is, I'm tired of it. And you motherfuckers want 15 an hour. We're going to have to round the horn wheel, give him up. I guess we got to say goodbye to that McDonald's endorsement. Taco Bell, Sam Wendy. You know what? I'm sorry. We might still got them. I'm sorry. Listen, I had this all planned out, but yesterday I went for lunch. Just I wanted to fold for fold. My motherfucking debit card came back in four pieces. I'm tired of this. You, listen, I, I want to take the high road, but I don't know the address. And clearly, it's the address of a motherfucking McDonald's because you guys don't know what you're doing. Seriously, why are you grabbing my debit card? I don't even give a fuck no more because the bitch is broke. Why are you taking my card like this? What the fuck did my debit card do to you? Well, you can put a little tape on there. I think it'd be okay. Tape? My, shit was, my shit was broke for a long time, bro. I can't do this, man. I can't do Listen. We work hard. Everybody on this show works hard. We get paid. I want to be able to enjoy my money on my financial card. I have to use I have to use politically correct words for you motherfuckers to understand this. I want to use my financial fundings on my ATM debit card. I don't want to go to the credit union ATM and put in my four digit pin to get money out just to go get something to eat. No, I want to use my debit card. I can't use my debit card if your raggedy ass weed hands is pressed <laughs> on it and it's yes, weed. <laughs> this PSA is above me now. I'm through. Can we get I'm Mr. Done. Krabs to come in to play the smallest violin on it? A- <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. It's time for Blake's PSA. He's done you- and he finished. I'm done. I'm done. Y'all motherfuckers sit up here. I wish y'all pressed uh, cash like that. That's how I know you smoking for real. Stop treating my fucking debit card like it's a fucking, you just about to roll it up into some paper. No. Blake, go ahead, man. This shit is crazy. Got that man sweating. Throw this this at somebody. (laughs) 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 (laughs
Yeah, he attacking Motown motivated, yo. I'm about to take a fire. Oh, <laughs> I'm about to lose somebody else. Yo, it's, anger has to stop. It's not him. I blame the, this episode is brought to you by Paul Masson Peach. That's got Will acting like a rich bitch. Um, um, I, I'm, we have to apologize for his anger. Go ahead, I fucks with them. They didn't fuck my shit up. My debit card, they fucked up by them. And we don't have Hennessy today, so. But you know what I'm saying? We got. It was Chill's birthday. We didn't even say, you know what I'm happy, happy, bel- birthday. happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy belated birthday. I said happy birthday on your birthday, but. You know, appreciate it. Y'all happy niggas belated. didn't say happy this birthday. This nigga's part of the 27 Club on the 27. Look at that. 27 what on the 27. Or 24 on the 27. What, what but the player day is in sports is a 27? I don't think it matters. I don't know. I, don't I think it, it stopped mattering after that Kobe year. Nobody. Oh, yeah. There's a 27. He plays baseball. I just want to give a happy belated shout out to my twin, uh, Jennifer Lopez. I hope your day Wednesday went very smoothly and well. Um, Her birthday the 24th? Indubably it is. Yes, it is. Uh, Happy birthday, twin. Um, Hope you enjoyed it. Blake, tell us, man. You got the PSA. You got the flow. What's the deal? Well, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. I'm sure you all have. You know what I'm going to say this? I hope you haven't seen The Lion King. Get ready. (laughs) I talked about this a little bit last week, but that was before I even saw the movie. Now I saw it. Disney and John Favreau, y'all niggas got to come to the front of the podium. Oh Lord, I, I got <laughs> Jesus needs to speak with you because the choir got something to say to you. <laughs> like, bro, that shit was trash, bro. I'm, I'm be honest with you, that shit was pure garbage. Like, and it's not even that everybody did a bad job. Some people did a really good job. I shout think the out kids, to the all black cast. Yeah, the shout all, out to all black cast. You know what? No, not shout out to the all black oh, cast. Man. You know oh, I'll be that nigga say. Maybe we need some white people in there. Because <laughs> y'all add him. It's oops underscore it's Blake. Because my thing is like y'all niggas did not do a great job. And it wasn't all black ass. You know, you know who stole the show? Predominantly. The white man stole the show. <laughs> my man Seth Rogen. <laughs> Seth Rogen is black. Seth Rogen is black. Yeah, we drafted I mean, him. We made a trade. Nigga, but hey, look. We made a trade. His skin is white, but it's so Now I'll, I'll go in order of the culprits. And I'll say the kids. His girlfriend is black. He's black, man. He's black. He's one of us. Seth Rogen comes to the cookout, the wedding, and the funeral. Oh, he's going to come with weed. So, you know, he's coming. (laughs) But uh, let's put it in this in order of people who need to step forth. So, I'm going to go from best who don't even need to come see me. I want to give them a good shout out. They did a good job. Seth Rogen. And who played Simone? Mm. Regardless, they both did an excellent job. The kids, Simba and Nala as children. Mm-hmm. What is the kid's name? J.D. McCary. J.D. McCary yeah. did an excellent job. He reminded me just the original young Simba. He sang well. Or J.D. McCreary, I'm sorry. Is McCreary. that, is that the yes, kid sir. from Stranger Things? No. no. He's, um, when he, he was in uh, that movie recently with the kid, Little. He oh, was little. Okay. I know yeah. you're talking about. Uh, he did an excellent job. I mean, it really reminded me of the original Simba. And it was weird because I'm like, when I'm watching that part, Somehow the baby cubs had emotion on their face, <laughs> but when they turned into grown ass adult lions, it was like watching molded ass, stiff ass paint mm. talk. Mm. Like these niggas' face would not move. But we we gonna keep moving down. Then I'll say Donald Glover did a good job. I wasn't extremely angry. He had some parts where I was like, Mm-mm. "What? Mm-mm. Hold on, wait a minute." Wait a minute, not to cut your PSA off. You have to give a shout out. Maybe this is why you didn't include him in it. It's because he's such a legend. James Earl Jones. Yes. Yeah, James Earl Jones did his thing. Yes. It was really uh, reminiscent of the original. Like He came in, said his lines pretty much basically the same. He had one part. I'm going to get to that. It was one part. That he, he showed his age? Not. No, no, no. I ain't showing his age. That I did not enjoy. But it was not his fault. <clears throat> so moving on. 
we'll get to uh now we get into the territory of what I did not like. Uh oh. Somebody cut the ear off. Beyonce knows. Come on up, man. Beehive. And <laughs> hey, you know what, Beehive? I'm gonna say this in advance. Underscore. I really don't give a shit about y'all. I don't it's care. Blake. He got Beyonce is a, a legend, entertaining legend. Or the greatest She's an ever icon. to do it. Icon. You ain't gonna butter him up first. You know what I'm no, this is this is facts. I like Beyonce hey. as an entertainer, as a singer. She, not PSA. I'm not gonna talk about this last. I'm gonna talk about that last album. Y'all know that album was trash. Wait. Oops. But however, <laughs> every album before that I enjoyed. She had one album I didn't enjoy that much. But you know what? Outside of that, majority of her albums I enjoyed. Acting though. Mm mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Hold up! Hold this L and press it to your jeans. Because this has what was to that stop picture they posted on, on Facebook? The picture of Michael Jordan, one showing that he played for the Bulls, and the one from his minor league career. That's what they no, said. I'm Beyonce be honest. Is. Wow. Yeah, they said I'm Beyonce be honest. is the MJ, but then her acting career is the minor league. MJ. I'll put it this way: Michael Jordan may not have been good professionally, like professional wise, but at least the nigga could play. Beyonce can't even play. Beyonce, that kid. That get picked absolutely last, and he didn't want to play in the first place. You know when you in a wreck and you're like, damn, we need one more. And it's the kid shooting, but he shoot with his hands all the way in the back. And he throw the bitch over his head with both hands. That was that's Beyonce acting. <laughs> and then the kid like, hey man, you want to play? We just need one more. Sure. Now yeah. they're like, I don't know. Yeah. Come on, I don't know if I want to play. I'm just shooting, putting up shots. I was just shooting. Come on, man, we need you. You just need a body on the court. I'm not that good. That's Beyonce. (laughs) No, that's don't need to be playing. The only reason you were playing, and this is where I start blaming Disney. Disney, y'all money hungry asses should not put Beyonce in movies. They don't need her. No, you didn't need Beyonce. And I keep, you know, I've heard we just had a conversation not too long ago about like who else could you got to sing in that place. I think a good like example would have been Lady Gaga. She can act and she can sing. I don't know if Angela Bassett can sing. Angela Bassett could have been the mother. She could have been the mother. Angela Bassett real motherish at this point. Bro. She, oh. she, not, she looks fantastic. I'm just saying she's too old she play for Sir that Robin. role. Wait, she she could play Sir Robin. She could play Sir Robin. She's a little older for that role now. What about I'm La- just throwing out names. What about Lapita? She was old. I don't know if Lapita could sing, but I'm saying Lapita's a fantastic. I think they could have figured it out. It ain't like Seth Rogen we're trying to, we're We're trying to fall in the line here of they got someone who could sing, but and not act. someone who could act. To play that role, Tip, you remember the Lion King as a child as a more of a musical Goat than a movie. drama. You know what I'm saying? You remember the musical parts of the of the movie. You know what I'm saying? That's Good what songs. made it great. You know Good what I'm saying? Yeah. Beyonce acting this movie was like, Horrendous. yeah, she could sing, but she couldn't act. So it was like a skunk with Chanel Five on. You know what I'm saying? It, it stank, bro. Take me, take me now. It was trash, bro. Like, I ain't we ain't trying to hear that shit. Bury me, Lord. So what I'm saying is, Beyonce. This is from a friend. I need you to stop this shit. <laughs> don't come back to no set no more. Unless you producing an album or you know you singing on that. Don't do it no more though. Maybe can she, she star in her own autobiography? No. <laughs> what if she did like I'd rather voice? I dead ass really rather uh, give me a white man actor. Jim Carrey. No, I need somebody a little bit sloppier than that. Sloppier than Jim Carrey. Yeah, Jim Gaffigan. Oh my okay. god! I'd rather Jim Gaffigan. Oof. Or you say his name Starring a Beyonce movie As Beyonce <laughs> Over Beyonce Can Beyonce do the voiceover Narrative voice Like That's uh. the that's the worst part You know what <laughs> Jim Gaffigan Can do the voicing And she can stand there as Beyonce What about Susan Boyle Her last name is Boyle You know what she Rebel Wilson hair. can play Beyonce <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> 
better than Beyonce. <clears throat> Stop this, Blake. Stop this now. Her ass was out there like the 2K15 little cutscene. Sound like Al Jefferson. monologue. Yes. Hey, you had a good game. <laughs> but you got to keep your head in the game to do better next time. Sound you like had three turnovers <laughs> and two rebounds. We got to get those stats up. That's Beyonce in the line. <laughs> so what you're saying is, Blake, she sounded like Siri from the iPhone 4S. She sounded like I was questioning if she could read. Mm. Sound like Shaq with the little ball when he be talking. Back no, in it was horrible. When she said Lions attack, I almost got up, bro. The worst part of that movie, outside of just... And it, it, acting wasn't even all the bad parts. Like, as good as uh, Seth Rogen was, the fact that they made him say, I can't stand bullying over that's Mr. Pig to you. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I guess that's maybe trying to... I'm like, Disney and your clout chasing. I'm done with that shit, They're bro. trying Y'all to promote to anti-bullying. But you didn't have to... You could have just left it the same. Just leave the, yeah. leave the components that was still, of the That's an aspect the of anti-bullying. They could have been like, a fat pig. you like, did you call me a fat pig? That's Mr. Pig to you. And it would have been the same effect. You don't have to be so literal. Like, nobody want to hear that. I think Disney forgets that we were the ones to watch Lion King... Just because we're older, we're still millennials, so we still appreciate the original. You can't, you don't have to make the movie more, uh, I guess, modern because we're older. You don't know, think we ain't it's, been watching it's like that this, shit like, over the years. If you want to <laughs> show a message, do you literally go like, instead of if I want to teach a kid to not bully somebody, do I show him the effect of what bullying does, or just say stop bullying? Disney just said stop bullying instead of just being like, if you bully, this could happen. It, that's trash. Like nobody wanted. That's garbage. Well, you, you do it too. that way. Kind of looking at way. looking at it like this too. And I, I think Blake got his PSA off. Yes, kinda, amazing kinda, job. Kind of strong there. Oh, well, one more thing. <laughs> the fact that y'all make take the hat off, Blake. I'm taking the hat off today, bro. Oh no, I gotta keep it on to keep all the anger inside. <laughs> Blowing the top off. The fact that y'all made. How do you say that? Rafiki? Rafiki. Rafiki. Find out Simba was alive through a ball of shit. John Favreau, as good as you did with Iron Man. And in Spider-Man. Did, and Spider-Man. I can't believe this shit, bro. Like, you you made the MCU what it is today because of your directing of Iron Man. And then you make a ball of shit. <laughs> help someone realize no, you made a so that another person is alive. So you're basically saying he needs to stick to what he's good at. He's a great director. <laughs> Chef is a great movie. He got yes. an Academy Award for that, didn't he? Yeah. How do you go from that to this? To, to this. shit. You're not getting an Academy Award for Lion King. You lucky if three more people they, go see it. They might. They <laughs> nah, might. Bro, they, they may get they, a nomination. No, you know what they'll get? They, they might, might get one for uh, Best Animated. Best Animated. Because uh, I said the animation was great. I mean, as stiff as those lions' faces were. Ain't nothing we can do about that. It, was like, m- it was like watching my nigga Plank in live action. <laughs> oh, poor fellow. You don't know who Plank is? He's talking about Ed, Ed Nettie for those weeks. Whoop, poor oh, fellow. Don't pick on Whoop Jimmy's friend scoop. like that. Whoop yeah. But you know, I mean, here's Whoop my thing. <laughs> Just kind of looking at it like <laughs> Blake has seen the movie. My fiance, Takura, has seen the movie. And a couple others uh, that I know have seen the movie. And there have been mm-hmm. a mix of emotions about it, the now movie. I'm I haven't seen it. And <laughs> Kylan has seen it. And now I'm seeing Niall. And. <laughs> But uh, 
But, you know, kind of looking at the Rotten Tomato score is 53%. Metacritic Ugh. is 55%. And, you yeah. know, a lot of times you don't have to necessarily go off of ratings because really, literally, your own opinions of a movie matter regardless of what anyone says. But my biggest thing and my biggest issue with these Disney remakes are that it's not capturing what made them great from the 90s. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. to an extent, we were children. So we ha- we're emotionally <clears throat> attached to those movies, you know, but as see, far as the greatness is concerned. I can't but even you- say that. Because when I talk to my mom about My mom loved The Lion King You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying Like my dad was talking about When he took me to go see Aladdin How much he really lo- enjoyed yeah. The original yeah. Aladdin you know what I'm I don't remember even seeing The original Aladdin But I'm just talking about From us You know what I'm yeah. saying Being being our age You know what I'm saying Because I mean for us We were kids So I'm just talking about Like our age group Like the emotional yeah. attachment To these Disney movies You know The biggest thing for me is When I You know I did happen to watch The original Lion King, you know, this within the same week the uh, the live action came out, and then for me, like I said, I've gone on YouTube and I've seen certain situations where um, where they put certain you know plot points of the movie on YouTube, and it just doesn't it doesn't move me the same way emotionally mm-hmm. like yeah. the cartoon did. You know, I mean, again, that's you know however you feel about it is how See, you feel about it, but to me. You know, with a movie, they didn't have to redo the. As a matter of fact, The Lion King on Broadway is so successful. Oh, that's a great show. Hey, that's that is a very good show. They could have just left it at that. That I is a like, very good show. Yeah, I, I guess that's that. kind of the thing. I've seen Lion on Broadway. I saw it, uh, like, when it, they first started doing it when I was a kid. But, uh, I, see, I, and that's why I can't give it just a connection to us being kids, because I saw. I mean, I guess Toy Story 3 can still have that connection to us as being kids. Oh, it, it, it does. Oh, the new one? Toy Story 4? When I saw. It does. Moana, I was like, well, dang, this is good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a grown ass man at this point. Right. Same thing I've with never Frozen. Seen Frozen, but people were like, damn, this Frozen good. is amazing. Princess and the Frog. Frozen. Princess yeah. and the Frog. At that point, I mean, we were in high school. But that, so, I mean, but, but that's what I'm talking about, though. Through the through the acting, through the like the the drama and the musicals of those cartoon movies and the emotion, that's what makes it good. This movie here, based upon some stuff that I've read, is more like a drama. Like you were saying, okay, we see a bunch of real lions looking like the National Geographic Channel, and they have stiff faces so it's kind of hard to see the emotion of Simba see the emotion of Nala see the well, emotion of these animals because again it's live action so there's suppo- it's supposed to be a certain realism to it which is not really the emotion isn't coming out of it so it's okay. hard you know what I'm saying like when you see, see Simba as a child when you see you know Mufasa die you can see the pain and hurt in Simba's face you can see the shock and surprise of you know Scar betray- betraying his brother as he's throwing him off the cliff mm-hmm. it doesn't have that emotional connect and, in a live action movie and that's, that's why you that's why you don't feel moved by it yeah and I think Favreau didn't really get his inspiration from the Lion King as much I really think he got it from the 2008 Lions Detroit Lions, that is. Who went on 16? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's the more. Wow. I think about it. I think more that's wow. where he got his whole inspiration from. So he went back that far. Drop <laughs> kick me, that, Jesus. You know, who watched that season was like, right in the center of the chair. This is it. <laughs> we should lose like this. Okay. Drop kick me right now, Jesus. You know, uh, <laughs> Keith, we were talking about these live action films and, 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 and wow. Blake, Blake that's made a, an that's interest. A, that's a definite dig at my team. God damn. Blake right, made man, an I interesting was, point. I, I think the biggest thing with this live action film that separates from the Jungle Book, from Mulan, from Dumbo, there's no humans in this. Yeah. Bingo. And that's there's the, no humans. Yeah. 
Because you can even give Aladdin a pass. Yeah. And, you know, there are certain elements in Aladdin that are just like the cartoon, even though Jafar, I heard, wasn't that great. But because it's live action, because it's humans, they're taking cartoons that were humans and making them humans. You know what I'm saying? You can't do that. You can't take a cartoon symbol and make it. They weren't out in Africa filming Real Lions. Yeah, with Aladdin, <laughs> I, I think Aladdin dead. was wasn't bad. Aladdin was okay. I think the biggest problem with Aladdin is Robin Williams passing. That was a real sense. I mean, you filled it with Will Smith, and Will Smith did a pretty good job. It's just the fact that feeling that original, no one's gonna pass Robin Williams in that role. And then you know somebody made you know made a good point too. You know, if the live action came before the original, we like the live action. I don't think so. No. If the Lion King, I don't think so. No, no, no. Because really, I mean, it wouldn't have been attractive to it kids back been, then. It would have been one of those Good Narnia point. movies at the really. It just would have right. been like one of those Narnia movies that fell flat. I mean, the first one did well, but after that, it was like, yeah, you flip it's it. just a talking line. You flip it. All you saying, all you know, saying is, oh, the sequel was better. That's it. But it, it wouldn't be a classic like it is now. Yeah. That's our conversation now. Is Lion King two better than this Lion King? Oh, I'll take the again. I'll take Lion King. What two and a half? One and a half was good. Yeah. No, I mean you know again if if you haven't seen it, Blake said doesn't go don't go see it. I mean we'll let we we'll allow you to make that decision I mean, yourself. Be high. We know you're going. I, I'm so not going to so. drop a dime on this. I'm go attack wait till it comes to. Uh, to HBO or Cinemax or whoever decides to get it first, Netflix. It'll be uh, Netflix. Um, no, no, you know what? Disney streaming service. Yeah, Disney, Disney streaming. Disney oh, yeah. Streaming that's service not going to Netflix. Yeah, that's going straight to Disney streaming service, which is Are y'all going to buy that Disney streaming um, service? Fuck no, baby. I'm going to buy it. I might buy it, maybe. No, man, because you know, they're getting. They the going to be on there. Disney. Yeah, that's right. They're going to strip Netflix of everything. They'll put a goofy movie on there, chill. I'll go ahead and shake my hand. Yeah, I'll get it. Exactly. That's the best Disney movie of all time. I'm sorry. No argument there. Damn, Skippy Jippy. Oh, no, Toy Story might be the greatest. Okay, now hold on. Yeah, Toy, yeah, Toy Story Toy fire. Story, yeah. But Goofy movie is fire, bro. That, yeah, that's yeah. I will say this. Goofy movie might not be the best, but it's definitely underrated. Oh, yeah. Because nobody ever thinks about Goofy movie I used movie to watch that Space Jam almost every day. Now, Space Jam is not Disney, though. No, 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 no. Space Jam is a movie that I feel is trapped in nostalgia. Space Jam wasn't that. Like... As a kid, it was amazing to me because of what it did for my childhood. Right. As a grown man watching it, Michael I still Jordan enjoyed it. Act. But damn, Beyonce and Michael Jordan do got it's, more in common. Yeah. If you really look at Space Jam, <laughs> Michael Jordan had maybe what one uh, one one sentence per. I mean, <laughs> she might not be the greatest singer, also. Maybe she likes Shaq. Beyonce is like Shaq. You know, he's one of the greatest singers of all time. Not the greatest, arguably the greatest. Arguably the greatest. Right. And he did the acting thing. I was like, let's not. Shazam, bro. Goddamn, bro. Mm-hmm. Shazam. Mm-hmm. What about Ray Allen? All right, now. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's stop this. Ray Allen, that movie, he was out here with the bouncing ball, too. Well, it goes back to what you were saying, man. The most important thing about this is just greed. Disney got all the money in the world and continuously gets money out of there. Disney World, Disneyland, and everything that's Disney. I mean, they Star Wars, money. Marvel. You know what I'm saying? They ESPN. making money. They just bought Fox. They about to redo all of the... They you bought know, a part of Hulu. You know Exactly. Hulu. You know what I'm saying? So they got all this money. So, I mean, at this point, even if even if Disney knew this would be a flop, they could they be they gonna make them make money. They There's they no such care. thing as a flop because it don't it don't matter. Because even if you this hear is the, a flop, it's not a flop because people going to see it. It's definitely a oh flop. no, it's a flop. But it just don't like. Are you gonna stop seeing Disney movies? Disney's at the point where they can do whatever the fuck they want to do. You know, I have to. They admit, can take any risk they want. Blake, we talked about this last week. Crazy part is 
the movie Crawl is actually better. Oh, that was a good ad. Crawl movie. is better than The Lion King. Crawl has an 80% rot. When you think about a simple-ass plot with a bunch of alligators is better, better than The Lion King, that says a lot. But don't get me no, wrong. Crawl no, is a great movie. No, I just received. No, my fiance is here. She declined to be on the show today, and she sent me a text message. Taco. Here. And she had <laughs> the audacity to say, well, I ain't going to say the audacity because these movies are good. I don't think they're the, better, the best Disney movies. She said, Emperor's New Groove. And pull the lever. And pull the lever. She got one on that one. And, and she said, "Coco." Now, Coco is good. Oh, Coco was great. Coco was great. Coco was great. But uh, I don't know. If That's on Netflix, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's on I gotta check. I, Wait, I, I, I still don't think. She was saying, "Emperor's New Groove" is low key kind of slept on too. Oh, it slept on. Yeah, definitely. It slept on. It slept on. I don't think. Oh, but I can't take that for goofy movie Taco. I can't do it. No. Can't do that. Right or left? Can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> bro, the musical selection in that was great, bro. Tevin Campbell, bro. bro. Powerline, bro. Like, Come on, iconic. I didn't, so I didn't realize it, but they were made by Disney. The movie Up. Yeah. yeah. Up. Wasn't that Pixar? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, did Pixar yeah. Up, up was, oh hey, man, bro, Up had your boy in tears almost. Uh, it up did. Was sad. Up, Up is oh god, it's a good movie. Though. <laughs> that guy, that's sad. what I'm saying. They got that's, that, that, again, but you, it's all like a part of emotions. A big part, bingo, is facial, yeah, facial. Like the so good you, part about right. like I could tell Simba was sad when Mufasa died. In this movie, though, he sound like this is the one problem I had with James Earl Jones. He died. Though it was not sad. It was funny. Oof. He felt like no. <laughs> Simba. They tried to do the same zoom in on Simba, but it wasn't a cartoon, so it was just like Scary. they zoomed on his face real fast, and I was like, "It's like a 3D feel." Oh, you're, you're trying to do the same thing as the movie, like the first one, but it it doesn't work like that. No, like the problem, the biggest problem the movie had was it was trying to be too much like the cartoon, and that you can't make a movie off of a cartoon. Well, you know what? So well, well, that and like I said the. A lot of people were talking about certain parts of the movie couldn't be certain parts from the original couldn't be in the the live action because again they wanted to simulate real life, right? Fair enough. But here's the problem with that. Y'all don't have real animals. The movie's going to be fake anyway. Yeah. So and just do it. You have no no humans to balance it out. So what does it matter? If you go to Africa right now, you think one lion like Scar going to be talking to a bunch of hyenas? No, they're going to whoop his ass. They'd be fighting for <laughs> Territory. I, think, I, I just think at the end of it all. No, they did, but I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, up front and originally, like, don't don't sit up here and say, you can't be, again, you can't be one foot in, one foot out. Like, oh, they're, they're trying to simulate, you know, simulate realism. Are they? Then go get some real fucking lions then. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Real quick, Blake, did the movie have an African feel? Did it feel like it was actually in Africa? It wasn't like the Black Panther. Um, no, see, the movie wasn't, I, I'd say it wasn't, it felt like, just a uh, generic like, <laughs> it, it didn't feel like I don't know how to say this It didn't feel like black Africa It felt like But white Africa? No it didn't feel like white Africa It didn't feel like Did It, feel it felt like animal Africa Did it, like, it forced? No they weren't doing like black culture stuff in the movie Now I'm like, talking about black like, culture stuff I'm just about for, like forcing Like the scene of Africa I'll say like, Was this. that forced? Because in and the Black Panther, like when he went Taco, to the ancestral wanna, plane, you could tell they had an African, you know what I'm saying, an African background from it. Taco, you can nod and agree from a distance if you think. Okay, got you. I feel like the movie, the setting wasn't a factor. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. the it was nice. 
But it wasn't a factor. I got the you. setting didn't do anything. Like it was just there. Like I mean, the reason why I asked was because from the, the original, the animated, you could almost tell even as a child, this is in Africa. This is, yeah, takes no, place I, in Africa. You can tell. Like I don't want to say that you couldn't tell it was Africa. It just wasn't like they wasn't uh, keen on it. Yeah. So think you got to think about it this way, right? Like the musical numbers in the the original gave it that Africa feel more than I think even the look mm-hmm. did. I mean, a lot of the stuff. Like Rafiki having the staff and then having like the the fruit on it and him like you know what I'm saying that was a real African feel and then it was like the patterns used and like the text of the original movie and all that was there it wasn't in that like this movie Rafiki didn't have his I mean if you're gonna see it I'm sorry <laughs> but you've seen the original so I can't be spoiling it for you this he didn't this. really have a he didn't have his staff until the last yeah. like five minutes. Wow. Yeah. So I'm saying he brought, like, he brought he brought that out. It's you know he brought, bro. The, sta- he brought the staff. So out we're taking so it was and then it was just a stick. We're like, taking even, we're taking the Africa out of Lion King. Just let it, it wasn't go. like it was a, I can't <laughs> say it was taking it out because it was Africa. It just was. It wasn't emphasized without it being like a, it, the song in the beginning. So the original Lion King song was in it. But it felt rushed. He didn't hold like I guess a big part of it is you a monkey. They didn't do the part where he holds him over Pride Rock. He did Simba wasn't held over Pride Rock with the what really no. I thought that was at the beginning. He wasn't. I don't think so. Did you see that? I ain't see. I didn't see it. No, I mean based off what y'all saying. I saw the trailer. I mean based off the trailer, he was. I don't remember seeing Rafiki hold him up. I saw at the end he did. I didn't see. Oh, that was Simba's son at the end. That was Simba's son. I didn't see him do it to Simba. His daughter. Simba's yeah. daughter. Simba's daughter. He Kier. did. Oh, he had Kier. a daughter, right? right he, daughter. he did it to Simba's daughter. I don't remember that happening to Simba, and it most definitely wasn't the whole. They did it in a trailer, so they oh, didn't do the rock freaky scene where he breaks the little things, fruit hanging off his staff, and. But either it was like not the same as the original. It wasn't the same as the original, or it was. Because I, I saw the whole movie. Is it something was? It wasn't like the original, right? He was sitting. He was sitting. Okay. Okay, that's what it was. So it wasn't like the dramatic walk to the top. That's what it was. It wasn't a dramatic walk. And then they hold him up. He was like, they were sitting down. That takes out of the... Okay. Y'all got to just right. let it go. Okay. See it, what I'm saying? Like, that was... Just, and then, you know, them putting, like, the... the uh, like the fruit, the red over his face, like you know, show symbolize royalty because that was a big part of it being Afri- like a royal African type feel, and then holding Simba above for everyone to see that this is the king's son. This is your next king. This is your next king. That didn't really happen that way, and it wasn't like the same. Like, it wasn't it like the circle of life of before. Just let it go. And then when they said like, "Don't go to the shadowy area," you know, before like, "Don't go to that." I was like, I couldn't Detroit. even tell if it was shadow over there. I was like, "Where is it at?" <laughs> Just I was thinking, like, I don't want to see it. This was not meant for us. We already said it when you started the PSA. Somebody, it this, was meant for Beyonce. Did somebody in the theater refer to the shadow area as Detroit? No, no way. Let, let's stop uh, the PSA. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, hey, you I'm know what, <laughs> I'll say this much. People was in the theater scoffing. And it might have just been me I was hearing. <laughs> but I know it was some other people in there, too. Because somebody else, like, when Beyonce was like, huh, I laugh in the face of dancer, uh, danger. I was like, <sighs> Wow. <laughs> I did it loud. <laughs> she had lived that line. And I know somebody else did it in front of me. I saw somebody do a whole face palm. I was like, all right, so it's not just me. That's all I need to know. We're moving on because we can talk about the Lion King all day. Let's, let's, talk look, about, look, let's talk about I, our own lines. Yeah, I was going to say. Well, look, look, 
out there. The y'all, y'all, y'all be the judge of the movie again. I prefer the original over the live action. I don't even have to see the live action. We still got the Broadway. The Broadway play trumps the live action, and that's good enough for me. But like what Will was just saying, moving on. Uh, as far as the real Lions go and the Detroit Lions and the NFL in general, training camp has begun across the league. All 32 teams have reported um, within the previous – well, within this week, excuse me, as they prepare for uh, preseason. And uh, I guess right being in the home city here, uh, the Detroit Lions are out to prove that they are with the upper echelon of teams in the NFL. And uh, there are some – uh, <laughs> certain uh, like USA Today and Sports Illustrated, there are some reports out there that have the Lions actually falling flat. Um, one one writer uh, is saying that they're going to win half the games they won last year. <coughs> they go three thirteen, and uh, <laughs> one set one set four and twelve. <coughs> Someone off the of Bleacher Report said they're going to repeat at six and ten. <coughs> well, I'm sorry. Are, the, the, are these writers yeah. parents, brother and sister? That's a great question. Well, I was going to ask, in the words of your brother, is it is it crack? It's got to be crack. They smoke. It must I, be crack. I'm they not smoke. sure. Could be dead. I uh, basically what I am what I'm looking at right now. Somebody um, reenacting the Lion King. <laughs> right. <laughs> what I'm looking at right now is um, a team that has gradually gotten better over the last year and a half or so. The team going into training camp last year didn't have the same feel as it has this year. Uh, basically, Matt Patricia came in and took over the team that Jim Caldwell had and started to make his repairs on a team that felt broken. And though the Lions went 6-10 uh, previously, uh, based upon what they did in the NFL draft and based upon what they did in free agency going into training camp, I have a different feel for this team than I did last year. Uh, it feels like the team has a different camaraderie around this year, chemistry-wise. And again, yeah. you know, there are going to be those folks out there that's going to sell the Lions short. I mean, the Lions have been selling them short for the last 50, you know, 50, 60 some odd years. So what the Lions are going to have to do is go out there and prove to, you know, the people of the city first and then to the rest of the, uh, the world is, okay, we're ready to be a dominant football team. We're ready to go out there and not only win a playoff game, our first playoff game since the 90s, we're ready to win a playoff game and go to the Super Bowl. Yes, I said Super Bowl. Now, I'm not predicting that this year, but you have to build a foundation somewhere. And um, this start in this year training camp, as we all discussed, um, the biggest move they made into training camp so far is signing uh, Mike Daniels from Green Bay, Pro Bowl defensive end. Shit talker. And what do you all think about that? Shit talker. Forward? Once again, we got another Pro Bowl D tackle for 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 what pocket lint. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at it. Y'all, they y'all, they got the Patriots way somehow. I, I respect the Bob Quinn. Keep on. I mean, we have to lose Riddick in it, but that's fine because. And I need and a lot of Detroit fans need to understand that that, that might have been upset about the Theo Riddick thing. Oh, he's a good receiving back. Yeah, that's all he could do. Bro could really run between the tackles if he really watched the games. He wasn't that much of a it's, runner. It's like, why do you need Riddick and you got Amendola now? Like, yeah, they do for What are you going to do? Don't they still got um, the dude from Notre Dame, the, the Ishmael Smith dude? Or what I'm trying to? No, so. But they. The, it, it, okay, so look, look, look at it like this. So you have. Right now on the roster, prior to Theo Riddick being released, mm-hmm. you have. Five backs, and in order by way who's, of who's going to play, you had Carryon Johnson, yeah, 
C.J. Anderson. Bowling they brought ball. back Zach Zinner for a reason because they see something in Zach Zinner. Mm-hmm. You just drafted Ty Johnson out of Maryland, who's the fastest running back on the <coughs> roster, and he yeah, can do the same thing as the. Yeah, can do the same uh, thing as Theo. Yeah, Riddick. that's what I was beginning. And about. then you have Theo Riddick number five. Now, Theo Riddick has been here for a while, seven years, and he's produced again, like Kylan just said, in the receiving game. Last year, statistically, he had a down year. By all means, and he didn't look Chris running in between the tackles when it was time for him to run the ball, or even when he caught the ball outside and it was time for him to make a move to maybe get a first down, he wasn't breaking the tackles like he did in the past. So now you say to yourself, okay, you got age, that's a factor. And like Kylan said, in, the, in today's NFL, on Johnson can catch the ball. I don't know about C.J. Anderson. I know he can run the ball for sure. Zach Zinner has shown he can catch the ball, and then you just drafted a running back. You got a you got a running back in Theo Riddick, who I respect, and you know I, I wish him well and all the best, you know, in his future endeavors wherever he decides to go, unless it's a division opponent. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, he um, he wasn't himself. So now you have a cap casualty on your roster for what reason? Right. You know what I'm saying? Especially if he's not going to produce. Um, I was speaking with Harold earlier, my boy, and he was saying that they could have made him a slot receiver for what? You got Galladay, you got Marvin Jones, and Theo Riddick isn't better than Danny Amendola, you know what I'm saying, as a receiver. So what were you going to do with him? You know what I'm saying? And he's not fast enough to be a punt returner because you got Jamal Agnew. Mm -hmm. And kick returner, again, Jamal Agnew or whomever else they want to throw back there. Really? It, See, it, it was the was, odd man out. It just wasn't space for him. Yeah, it was the he was the odd man out. It wasn't space out. for him, and then he's putting you in a bad, not necessarily a bad cap situation, but no, yeah, because I mean they saved three million dollars by letting him go. Well, they give him, we're paying him four or five million, and you have Ty Johnson on a rookie deal, so you're basically that's four times as much what you're paying Ty Johnson. And then you know so. what I'm saying? That's still an opportunity for them to save more money and get another corner on the other end of Slay. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. So it's all around. It was a smart thing. It's to a do. smart thing. To, it, he would have just been sitting there, really. Like, he wouldn't have got as many touches as he got last year or right. years previous. Right. Exactly. And then kind, of, kind of looking at it, too, you know, you typically a team would bring in 89 to 90 players uh, going into training camp. And it's really, like, it's crazy because they have to make all these cuts to get it down to 53, typically 46 plays. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you kind of look at that, cutting Theo Riddick makes space for Mike Daniels. And bringing in Mike Daniels is huge. Um, and I think – this move right here, I, th- I already thought the Detroit Lions had a top de- top ten defense, and I based off of last year and them making no moves and having the same team that had a top ten defense. Mm-hmm. So now you bring in, um, you know, Justin Coleman, Trey Flowers, you got Mike Daniels, um, and you add them to the uh, to the lineup. Yeah, and the and fact the players just got healthy too. Bingo! Yeah. So now you look at the defense now, and you say, okay. Can you say the Detroit Lions have, you know, one of the best defensive lines in football? Where you got Trey Flowers on one end, you got Mike Daniels on one end, you got Snacks, you got Ashawn, you got Deshaun Hand, you know, you got energy, you got depth. You can rotate the, people. You got depth and they on all the can rotate line. each other's positions. Exactly. Yeah, then you got uh, Jelani King. might be in the middle. Right, and then you got mm-hmm. Jelani in the middle. You got Devin Kennard who rushes off the and, edge. And uh, they said Davis going to rush more too since See? they got uh, Jelani. But so gotta be, like we was talking yesterday, Davis got to end up being an outside. He going to end up. Be, I think Davis going to be an outside. Which is him just he's shown he could play inside linebacker, but he's better on the outside. Because he's quick and he yeah. rushes, he can get to the quarterback. At least you know so. he can play both going into the future. Exactly. So, I mean, and Kylan knows this because uh, he is definitely a New England fan, and there is a blueprint being copied. Even it might not be completely copied, but Patriots, they favor versatility. So, all the players on the defense have to be able to play in certain pockets of the defense to excel we're not going to just say okay 
snacks, you're going to be defensive tackle. We might have you play in for a down. We might, you know, rotate, you know, Trey Flowers to D tackle next to Mike Daniels. You know, you have to be able to be versatile defensively to really be successful because other than that, football is a game of chess. If you throw in the same thing at an offense, they're going to tear your ass up every mm-hmm. now. And then it's just uh, shifting even over to offense. I mean, they got better offensively. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's you got – a healthy Stafford now. Right. You you got to realize last year he didn't have any weapons. I mean, Marvin Jones was injured. Eventually, Galladay got injured. Tate got traded. Was injured. Tate, Tate got, got traded. traded. Yep. The offensive line. T.J. Lang was hurt. T.J. Lang was hurt. The offensive line was god awful. As soon as we, when he went down, that was kind of it. You know what I'm saying? So and now he had he had no tight end. You know what I'm saying? So it was, yeah, I was going to say. Now he got Jesse James on one side and Hargerson on the other side, and Hargerson has been looking like a. Dog I was going to say, right. if you know, looking into the reports uh, from some of the, the beat writers uh, from the team, TJ Hawkinson is looking like something special. Now, they haven't the, – in the, in the first two days, they haven't practiced with pads or anything like that. But, I mean, they said he's making every grab. He looks good in his route. He looks fluid in his uh, route running. And, you know, he's picking up the offense, you know, quick. Now, tight end um, is a hard position to learn as far as football is concerned mm-hmm. because you're a multifaceted yeah. player. You have to block. And you know, you have receive. to catch. You have to receive. You know what I'm saying? Then you have to be a lineman. You know, it's a lot to learn in your one position. It's not like receiver where receivers block on the run, you know, and sometimes they have to pass protect depending on the situation. But for the most part, they're running routes. A tight end. They is, get actual blocking yeah, schemes. They they're, they're well, they're, it's a well-refined position. So the fact that TJ Hawkinson is coming in and he's looking like a complete package so far from what they can see yeah, out of training camp, that's, that's take, great. He looked good. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, yeah. good. And it's, in, it's another blanket for staff. Effort to throw to, and then realize this: you were talking about the tight ends. All the tight ends the Lions have right now, Jesse James, um, Hawkinson, Hawkinson, and Lo- Logan Thomas, they're all six five and taller, mm-hmm. two hundred and fifty, you know, pounds and more. You know, that jumbo set gonna look nasty. And they just got just um, their fullback back, Nick yeah. Ball. I, said that. Mitchell, that I think the most important thing outside of all that is Stafford won't be playing. Slinging. Jim Bob Cooter ball anymore. Thank God. <laughs> Jim Bob Cooter ball. Jim, yeah, I mean, it was, it third and 14 in screens. Yeah, it was either a halfback draws on third and 15 or a screen or a long or a ridiculously deep long passing play. There was no intermediate game at all. Of course, he <laughs> underachieved. No, no consistency. There weren't even that many deep passes. To be honest, they weren't letting Stafford air that out, which Stafford's good at airing it out. Right. But, at, but you can see with the blueprint. Or it would be like when it was extremely obvious he was going to air it out. Because like, they had to. With the, it was like, well, we we gotta air it out now, and then that's when Stafford was the best, right? That's I will, right. I will give credit to, uh, uh, no, well, GM Bob Quinn, what he's done in these two, three years, like the one noticeable difference, if you want to say about the blueprint, the Lions got depth, and we have never, I haven't, I, I can't remember the last time the Lions had it's like depth. quality yeah, depth, yeah, quality depth. Like wow. even look like like the defensive line, obviously, our linebacking core. Even when we had Levy, it wasn't this, it wasn't this looking this promising. We finally got continuity with the defensive backs. Yep, so I'm saying on the versatility back there. And then like, it's finally like, you know, what I'm saying obviously last year wasn't a good year. But you can tell it's not like I guess it's the reason like well I have a little bit more faith it's not really a losing culture there right that's now. That's no. because you say they was building on something yeah, you can at least like, tell. This is the first even when we have a good season last year, this is the first time I've been like, oh, that's not a lose. like when the Lions went eleven and uh five, fourteen. Five, I still was like it's a skeptical or then you know going into the next season. Going into the next season. I still saw the problem. Right. I still like right. 
this time, even when they started to clean up at the end of the year, I was like, oh, I could see it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I could see the the seriousness. Right. The penalties were going down. Right. And you know what I'm saying? When we were 11 and 5, bro, it was a, the, the reason they went 11 and 5 and not higher was because so many damn penalties all the time. Yeah. 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 It was real top heavy. And then yeah. when, they, when, they went, when they went 11 and 5, it was, it was actually, it was Caldwell's first year. And the defense, that was the best defense they've had to, to of recent memory. And the reason that team was as bad as it was because the offense was horrible. And it wasn't Jim Bob Cooter that was running. It was Joe Lombardi. A lot yeah. of people forget he was an offensive coordinator for a year. Then they fired him because he was trash. Yep. That's yeah. why he took his ass back down to New Orleans as a quarterback's coach because that's what he does well. He does that really, really well. But being an offensive coordinator, he was trying to – he was trying to install a New Orleans Saints type offense. Reason why we got Ebron the next year on the team, and thought Stafford was going to be Drew Brees, and he thought Eric Ebron was going to be Jimmy Graham, and that shit fell completely on his face. Mm. Um, when you could have had Aaron Donald and Sue next to each other, or you could have had Calvin and uh, Odell. But I regress. That was six years ago. I'm not going back. Uh, but anyways, <sighs> <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> like Blake was saying, I have a different feel and a different vibe about this team because they're buying into the. I feel like the players, and this again, it's important that the players buy into the program and buy into what Matt Patricia is saying. That's the only way this will work. And he has a proven track record, yes, as a defensive coordinator under the greatest coach of all time in Bill, in Bill Belichick, or if you want to argue that, fine, but the greatest coach in Bill Belichick. And yes, the Belichick tree doesn't really, you know, it doesn't prove that they, you know, good coaches come from under him. He could break Patricia the curse. Patricia is different. He could break the curse. I feel like Patricia is different in the sense of, I feel like he had, when I listen to him talk, he has a grasp of what's going on. He knows what's going on around him. Mm-hmm. He knows where players are, where they need to be. I mean, this man is de- highly dedicated. He's all, he's hot. Oh, I was just about to he's say, he's on a scooter. Rolling yeah. up there. Yeah, he's on a scooter. And that, today he was on an ATV. <laughs> and on practice rolling around on the right. ATV. You know what I'm saying? The man is he dedicated. Huh? I don't know if he had a marathon. Huh? Yeah, marathon marathon. Marathon. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, he uh you could see the dedication. I mean, like you said, you know, my it's his defense too. In exactly. one year he's made it his defense. Exactly. So now, smartly enough, he brings in a coordinator who has won Super Bowls, who has coached Brett Favre, who has had Adrian Peterson, who's had Russell Wilson, who's had Marshawn Lynch, who's been in the top ten in rush in the last, you know, decade. You know, so now you got somebody with experience to work alongside Stafford and carry on Johnson. Yeah, you got to install an offense. It's a new offense because it's definitely not Jim Boss, but they're professionals. They have to go out there and do and play. I mean, look at what Sean McVay did after he took over for Jeff Fisher. That was a complete change. And, yeah. you know, nobody nobody was harsh on the Rams saying, oh, they're going to be terrible. They're going to be garbage. They went, what, I think they went 11-5. and five, Then they flipped it around and went to the Super Bowl the next year. I mean, mm-hmm. you got to have faith in the program. And the players bought into what McVay was saying. And they had to think about it. He's the youngest coach in football. Yeah. We the same age, and you telling me shit? What, you, what can you tell he's me? He's literally only like six, seven years older than us. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we are young. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is, the players, and Blake said this last week, Jim Caldwell was great because he had a nurturing personality. He was a, he was a player's coach. Mm-hmm. So he mm-hmm. cared about those guys. He showed those guys, you know, how to finance. He taught them about real estate. Like, that's important because football players, they go broke after their careers because their contracts aren't guaranteed and they spend their money on bullshit. But they fell in love with that and he had been here for so long. So right. then here comes a guy in Matt Patricia from a, pro, you know, from a program in New England. We hardcore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're you going to be fired. great. 
And it doesn't matter who's on this team. We can trade our best defensive back. Damn it, we're going to the Super Bowl this year. We don't care. Yeah. So he comes from that type of mold, and he's bringing that to Detroit. And I think it didn't click with the players last year because they were used to Grandfather Caldwell and what he brought to the <laughs> table. And you can really see in that. <laughs> all that fun. And you can see in the first game. Now, again. I did pick the Detroit Lions to beat the Jets. It could have been a lot closer. They went out and got their ass whooped. Oh, and you no, could tell. Sammy D on the and you, other side. And you could tell how bad it was and how the continuity wasn't there. And as they the season progressed, the se- exactly. And as the season progressed, they got better. Well, I'm going to be honest. That first game, I think the issue was y'all was playing the Jets. Y'all was playing Here my we man. Go. Here we y'all go. Y'all was playing Sammy You D. know, <laughs> the interesting thing is if you look at the history of Jim Caldwell, who does he come from? He comes from Tony Dungy. Tony Dungy was the exact. Same way. He was the player's coach. Didn't raise his voice. You know, he didn't raise his voice. He went and visited, what, Mike Vick and all them in jail. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you need somebody. It worked for Tony Junji because Tony Junji, just like Jim Caldwell before he left Indianapolis, they had Peyton Manning. I was going to say, yeah, Peyton Manning. So, mm-hmm. you, you know, when you got a quarterback of that type of magnitude, you could be a player. And then coach. his in-game coaching was always questionable. I mean, yeah. <laughs> shout out to the Saints for beating the Colts, but they should have never beat the Colts in the Super Bowl. Oh no, not uh, back then. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And then and I get New Orleans was riding high. Katrina had just happened, so right. they had put that. They put the city and the team on their back, and all the fans on their shoulder, and they went out there and handled business. So shout out to you know Drew Brees in New Orleans for taking because they def- they definitely deserved they beat it. The Bears. But you know what I'm saying? Like They shouldn't have was, beat the Bears. That was just your boy was out there. Well, I mean, oh, Rex, well, Rex Grossman lost that yeah, game. The Bears strictly got to the Super Bowl on defense. Because who was their offense? Devin Hester. Thomas Baker, Jones. The, uh, Thomas Jones running back. Thomas Jones. Devin Hester. Cedric Benson. Cedric Benson. 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 That was their offense. And Greg Olson. Devin Hester. Greg Olson, Devin Hester, Thomas Jones, and Cedric Benson. But like Blake said, Rex Grossman. Rex Grossman. When you have Lance Briggs and Brian Urlacher on the same defense. And Charles Tillman. And Charles Tillman. I mean, you don't lose. You don't lose. You got they, Big Tommy and, Harris at D tackle, and, and the only touchdown they scored was a return from yeah. Jeff Hester to start the game. Are you Should kidding me? The game, that, was the that was the first play. That was the first play of the game. That was it. That was it. I remember saying that. I was like, "Well, dang, Bears should win this, right?" So, so, <laughs> so, so, to bring, so to bring it into the point, you know, again, Jim Caldwell, great coach, great man, great guy. You know, someone you can learn from, someone who you could look to to be a mentor. He wasn't going to take the Lions to the next level. No. Now, granted. He won 36 games. He lost 28 games. He's the most winningest coach in Lions history currently, which makes sense. When Bob Quinn fired him, he said 9-7 and seven wasn't enough. Obviously, the Lions went 6-10 and 10 the following year. Fans are restless. People are itching for a championship here. Mm-hmm. A Super Bowl. Right. By, I'm going to stop calling the champion a Super Bowl. We're going to say, you're going to say, people act like they're scared to say Super Bowl and Lions in the same sentence. Well, damn it, I'm not. They want, you know, fans want a Super Bowl. And for this to work, you have to have a certain amount of patience because a culture like the Lions have been bad for so long. Yeah. We've been bad for so long. We've had highlights. We've had the Berries. We've had the Calvins. We had the Billy Sims. We had the Lombarnies. We've had the Charlie Sanders. We've had all of that. You know, we've had greatness on this team. I and mean, we've had we have individual players. You know what I'm saying? We've had great individual players. It has not generated success because the organization has bred losing for so long. The Lions was the most – the last time the Lions was semi-dominant was the 90s because their offense was great. Herman Moore, Johnny Morton, Barry Sanders, Dave Sloan. You know what I'm saying? They had players. They didn't have a defense. They didn't have an offensive line. 
The Lions went 12 and 4 in 91. Two of their offensive linemen get hurt. Then they get beat by the Redskins 55 to 10. Redskins go on to the Super Bowl to beat the Bills, who had, I think, went to their fourth consecutive Super Bowl and lost. How do you go to four straight Good Super Bowls God. and, and don't win one? I mean, uh, I'm sorry, Buffalo. So that could have been the Lions I'm sorry, right there. Buffalo. Is that the one that Doug Williams won for him? I I, uh, I think that was in the eighties. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I'm about to say okay. But, I'm about to but the problem Bowl is, you go twelve and four, four straight times and not win. And once. you're supposed <laughs> to beat that Washington Redskins team. That's your Every Super Bowl year, to win. Because Buffalo got bad luck. You go to four straight and don't win one. We could be talking about at least the Lions got one Super Bowl. We don't have none. That was the last year the Lions. I think that was the first time the Lions had went to the NFC Championship game and have not been back. Have not won twelve games since. They can always get 10 or 11, but they, they haven't won 12. Game since, that huh? no. They didn't win a playoff game since. 93 no. was the last yeah. time. Oh, okay. That was 91. 93 right, was the last right, time right, they right. won it. You know, Keith. Or, no, it might have been 91, and 93 was the last time they won a division game. Okay. Like, they won the division. The NFC North? The NFC, right. Or the, at that time, it was the NFC the NFC Central because Tampa Bay was in the, uh, was in the what's the name? So. You know, uh, wrapping up the show, if the Lions are anything, how they look on Madden 20 <laughs> – they certainly are going to be a force to handle because Blake and I both have got a chance to play. For those who, who are out there, Madden 20 is out on the free trial right now. You get 10 hours actual playing time. And as we all know, Keith is a devoted Lions fan. And, that, <laughs> and I tell you one thing, you, if you end the game with him with 50 rushing yards, you can equivalent that to 100 because <laughs> the Lions defensive line is just rough to get through. I mean, seriously. And, and this is just off game simulation. So basically off that, they're going to look great. You know, um, just kind of looking at the NFC North in general, Matt Patricia did the right thing because he saw what the Bears did. Yep. He saw mm-hmm. what uh, Minnesota did. Sure, he's seen what the Packers did. Exactly. All they did, was sign two of Ravens defensive players. And the thing is, you don't have to necessarily get big names. And he went out and got quality depth on this defense. Way. Just get you know. that depth and, and versatility. Go ahead, Blake. Well, one thing I wanted to say before we wrap up today, how do you guys feel about some of these players not signing back? So we can, all like all the holdouts? Yeah, so Melvin Gordon. How do you feel about that? Well, Michael you, Thomas. I'm going to tell you what. Yeah, Michael Thomas. Melvin Gordon. Go ahead, Chad. I'll just say real quick, they just adopted from the uh, in NBA. You know, LeBron and a couple other players have already been saying constantly, NFL needs to do this. They should adopt how we do things here. They paying attention. Three and, words. Pay that man. Or pay those, yeah, pay those men. Pay those men. It's already a daily men. sport. Just pay them. Quit being. Y'all got billions. Y'all be all right. Pay them people. Well, see, and that's and I think that's the biggest problem. They don't want to. They don't want to pay them. They you know the contract. You know the con- the contracts aren't already. Like I said again, to me, we can keep calling them contracts, but they're not guaranteed. You know, what but I'm some saying? of so, these guys aren't replaceable. You can't just replace. Every single you can't replace a Melvin Gordon in the next draft. Yes, you can. I mean, if you look from their perspective as an old person, he generated this kind of offense and this much in ticket sales for people fans getting there. If I get this guy who's going to be cheaper and can kind of do the same thing, and my margin of revenue doesn't curb, but as are much, you? I don't care. Are you going to get somebody either better or as good as Melvin Gordon? That's the thing. That's it's, the hit or miss you take in the draft, draft room. It's, it's majority rich, snobby people in the draft room with one scout that knows what he's talking about. So because if you be real. That's exactly what the Raiders are doing. John Gruden said, I can get another Khalil Mack. I can get another Mark. Him and Mayock are. (laughs) (laughs) Just wrap up. I just. You know, I just. (laughs) The NFL and 
you know, soon, you know, I don't know if the NFL Players Association and, you know, the owners in the CBA are going to, you know, I don't know if they're going to be able to reach an agreement on a new CBA, and that could cause a uh, 2020 or 2021 lockout, mm-hmm. which we could be out football, which would suck. Uh, but the biggest thing, you know, the players, and, you know, for football, pay them. Yeah. Like, pay they them. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, they're pay- they're playing a dangerous sport that cuts their lives in half. They're trying to make bank on what they can make bank on because their contracts aren't guaranteed. Even a signing bonus is, okay, a signing bonus is guaranteed money, but if you're not giving me a lot on the signing bonus on the off, off the top, you know, I mean, what have I made? But quick question, because <laughs> we saw LeBron do it when they go to Miami. Do some of these players who are on teams that have real Super Bowl potential, do you take less money right now? Like Michael Thomas, does he take less money to keep the Saints in check? No, no, no. Because no. he's their only prominent receiver. And two, he probably won't get that deal with any other team. I mean, that's very true. But I'm saying we've seen in the past, of course, with QBs. Look at Green Bay. Who actually can Green Bay really bring in when you're paying Aaron Rodgers that much money? Like what other major superstar? I mean, they might. Well, see, the NFL right now, outside of Brady, who Brady doesn't, Brady rather, and that's why the Patriots are great, because Brady doesn't want a huge contract. He said, okay, y'all can use that money elsewhere. Brady teams are outside too. Yeah, exactly. his endorsements is same team, with Aaron Rodgers. Right? Aaron Rodgers teams team. are now putting their value into the quarterback, but teams are quickly learning that we put all these put this money into these quarterbacks, it doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily work. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to pay them eventually, but giving them record breaking contracts up front, then you look in the back end. Well, damn, my, my defense garbage. Yeah. Damn, I don't have a receiver now. I had a superstar receiver in the making, but I gave my quarterback. $80 million. Now I lost all on my receiver. And He's going somewhere else because he wants to get paid. We can't afford him. The other big issue with that is that rivalry between offense and defense gets bigger. Mm-hmm. Yes, it Defensive does. players are like, well, damn, you pay Aaron Rodgers all that. I'm yeah. worth this. You know what I'm saying? If I'm Khalil mm-hmm. Mack, I'm like, you, you giving Aaron Rodgers all, Aaron right. Rodgers all this. And <laughs> well, think, okay, real quick. And I'm going to be wrapping up. Think about Ndamukong Su. When J.J. Watt signed the biggest defensive – as a defensive end, he signed the biggest defensive contract in history. What did Sue do? He went well, to the he Dolphins and got this. paid. I've done X, Y, and Z with the Lions since I've been here, had multiple sack seasons. Y'all got to make – y'all got to pay me like y'all paying him. Right. And then that has set the precedent since then. So now – it is hard for the league because then you say, okay, well, damn, you know, we want to pay you, but we don't want to pay you what you feel that you're worth. Like Darius Slay said, everybody in the world knows he's underpaid. Well, as a fan, I can partially agree with that because you right. should get your money, but your performance last year doesn't say it. I don't right. care about the performance the year after or the, I mean, the year before. What have you done for me lately? And you right. already had two years of your deal. So every situation is different, but I feel like the NFL needs to pay the guys because, again, they're the breadwinners. They're the reason the ass is in the seats. Right. The owners ain't out there buying those expensive ass tickets. Yeah, it is a slippery slope. I mean, eventually it's gonna have to end up being the NBA, and the only problem with that is gonna end up being the same as the NBA, where it's like it's destinations, not teams, as much. That's a, it's a slippery slope. Once the NBA did that, it ends up being the same thing. Baseball is different just because unlimited got cap, no cap, unlimited cap, <laughs> and you know what I'm saying, right? We like, well, we'll pay you this, and like, well, forget it. I come there, then. No the, the, the owners set more. The owners in the NFL set more precedent over the players. The NBA, they. The NBA for years has been on the same level with their players, and you can just see the difference. The NFL, what's well, since that last lockout? They, right, the NFL is owners, um, GMs, execs, coaches, players. 
Y'all at the bottom of the totem pole. Y'all make us rich. I know? guess you have to keep in mind also the time length. Like, your life in the NFL is going to be shorter than either of the sports we just named. Like, you're not getting a 13-year deal in the NFL no. like you would in Major League Baseball. No, you're not. You're not <laughs> gonna get, you know, that's why I said to answer your question. Michael Thomas should not take a should not take a uh, discount. There's no point of it. And with Drew Brees about to retire, and, and what after this year, two years, whatever, you're gonna be have what, what, you take a discount for a new guy that you might not be. That's with? a very good point because and while we wrapping up, when the Saints did pay Drew Brees, they was going seven and five. They was going eight and eight. Mm-hmm. Now Drew Brees is on the back end of his career, making you know the hometown discounts. They can afford to keep Camara. Michael yeah, Thomas, yeah. Marshawn Lattimore, bring in Jared Cook, all these guys, right. and be serious contenders. Because even the formula, like the Rams, and we've seen the Eagles won, the formula now is to have a rookie deal surrounded by One superstars. Season. Yeah, Because if I got him at cheap pay, I can surround him with superstars. Yeah. And once I got to pay him, they all can depart. Oh, yeah, they got him already. He yeah, because he already has a Super Bowl. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm talking about Teddy. If they you know, even draft him, they, they still oh, they got, got Teddy. Right, right, right. Yeah. right no, so, no, why take it? You already know Teddy going to take another $7, 8000000 million deal. Get my, eight, get my $19, 20000000 million a year. I'm going to rock with Teddy. We're just working all this. Real quick, um, Keith and I was talking about this. Everybody in the NFL seems set with their quarterbacks. Sam Darnold, Matthew Stafford, Drew Brees, Brady. Brady. Uh, and even the more under guys we see, like Derek Carr, Matt Ryan, guys who still can deliver. The Redskins and the Dolphins, those two stick out particularly. You don't like, like Tannehill, man? Tannehill, not Tannehill, there. he's not there oh, no more. He's not. not there. No, they traded he's for Josh Rosen. They did trade for Josh <laughs> Rosen. <laughs> you know what? I forgot about that. You know that. what? Here's a funny take me and Will had. Alex Smith should hate. Oh, black. Alex Smith should Alex, be a racist. Hey, Alex Smith should be Alex racist. Smith should has hate been, black men. Alex Smith has been replaced by a black man on every squad he's been on. In the podcast. Kaepernick. <laughs> hold on. Wait a minute. Go ahead. Hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Then he gets yeah. traded to. Chiefs. Been tra- and been, uh, and then Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. And then he went to Washington and got hurt. Now who's in this position? Haskins. Haskins out of Ohio State. He should State. be a damn racist. He said, fuck those Negroes. Alex, I'm done. Alex, this is, this is chill talking to you. All black men aren't, aren't, don't, don't take that. Don't, don't take it personal. Don't take it personal, Alex. Right I got now. no smoke with you. Alex, I'll give you permission to be a racist man. Because, I mean, in real life, bro, that's trash. I'll be mad. You can't say nigga, when you, you When you realize. I said for years, when we were in school, I said the same thing. I was like, you know what the problem with Alex Smith is? He's not racist. He's not good at nothing. He's not bad at nothing. And that's the worst. That's the Alex worst thing you can Smith be. was replaced. He's <laughs> Alex Smith. You know who He's Alex there. Smith is? Alex Smith is Trent Dilfer. Yeah. Because Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. It wasn't great, but he had a hell of a defense in Baltimore. He had Ray Lewis. He had Ray Lewis. Alex, Alex Smith Chris got McAllister. replaced by Kaepernick, who took <laughs> San Francisco sucks. to the Super Bowl. Oh Pat God. Mahomes is on the cover of Madden 20. I don't know, Joe. He got to wrap this up, man. <laughs> We're, well, listen, shout out to Motown Motivated, as always. The first we, we, enjoy, we enjoy everything. We enjoy the production. Everything is great. <laughs> Shout out to Alex Smith. I'm praying you have a speedy recover. Not all black men hate you, brother. We're not trying to outclass you. We really not. Any of the closing notes? Well, Dwayne, Dwayne, Blake, y'all, y'all got anything? Y'all got anything on the table? I just want to say, if you haven't listened to it, check open the Apple Music. Why being Corday dropped yesterday? Yes, yes, sir. It's fire. Yes, 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 sir. Please. Yes, sir. That Meek Mill joint is ridiculous. That push a tick. Lost boy. You will not be upset. Keith. Oh man, dropping it off here on me. So guys, another wonderful show, episode nine. Make sure you're checking us out. We are all on um, Instagram. You can follow us on Instagram. Um, I'm on Facebook. Um, we're going to get a Twitter started soon as well as YouTube. And uh, you can find us on t- 
uh, not title, excuse me. Apple Music. We we need to get on title. Shout we out do. to Jay Z. Oh. Um, but uh, we uh, are on Apple Music, we're on Spotify, and we're on Google Podcasts, and on Anchor as well. And as always, shout out to Motown Motivated for oh, allowing us to plant that seed um, to get our voices out into the podcast world and the game. To all our friends and family, we love you guys. Check us out. Feedback. Support, support, support. And, yeah, that's that's all I got, man. Real quick, you do know Jay-Z not fucking with us. We just blasted his wife. Hint it to win it out. That's right. Beyonce, we love you. We love you. We love you, Beyonce. I love Beyonce as a singer. She just, you know what I'm saying? She can't act. Hey, Beyonce, we love you. Beyonce knows she can't act. Hey, no, they're going to shut us down, bro. Hint it to win it out. Damn. Damn, I didn't even hit the same bar. <laughs> Niggas, us, niggas, us, niggas, but I don't really trust niggas. Nah.